Hello, everyone, and welcome to our new Pennywise podcast from Lee Enterprises. I'm your host, Terry Barr. Happy to be with you today. And of course, a, a big question and a, and a big part of the movement with the housing market If you are still in the market to buy a house, you probably know interest rates recently, well, they recently increased very sharply. So what could this mean for you in the long run? We have a terrific guest joining us today. Kate Wood is from NerdWallet, and we are going to break this all down if you are still hoping to buy a home in the near future. Thanks, Kate, for joining us. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Terry. Well, okay, so I'm going to just dump into this. Uh, Why did the Federal Reserve raise the federal funds rate by 75 points? This feels unexpected, was it? The 75 basis point increase was extremely unexpected for quite some time. And as recently as mid-May, Jerome Powell, the Fed chair, had been commenting to media that we could expect a 50 basis point increase. This had been planned for a while. We had already seen a 50 basis point increase in May. And at the time that was the largest one-time increase since 2000. And we were anticipating additional 50 point increases in June and then again in July. And that was really laid out from a mortgage interest rates perspective. That was what a lot of mortgage lenders had already priced in to their base rates. So mortgage rates had already gone up ahead of both the May and even prior to that, the March Federal Reserve meetings. So they were anticipating those changes and getting ready for it. Interest rates were already up. Then so much hinged on the um, Bureau of Labor Statistics Consumer Price Index, which came out the Friday before the Federal Reserve meeting. Mm. And that was what really sent a lot of folks not panicking, but it it, it rang a lot of alarm bells. Uh, inflation was much higher and more intense than had been anticipated. Markets reacted really strongly to that. And the Federal Reserve, since they were in their quiet period ahead of their meeting, couldn't comment to say, you know, don't worry, guys, like we we see this, we know it's not great, but we've, you know, we've got this, we'll figure something out. Um And so all of the sudden, 75 points was on the table. Uh, Even some folks were floating a 100-point increase. Okay. So we know now, at least for now, 75 points. When when we're talking about this basis point, um, what is that? Just just an explainer for people who are listening that may not quite understand the basis point. And why do we need to care about it? Sure. So a basis point is really just a a unit of measure. It's equal to one one hundredth of 1%. So a 75 basis point increase is a 0.75% or 0.75 of a percentage point increase uh, to this target federal funds rate. So the most recent increase moved that rate to 1.5% to 1.75%. Something that's important to know if you're thinking about this in terms of mortgage rates is that right. the funds rate doesn't directly determine mortgage rates. It's it's not the same thing. Uh, the federal funds rate is an index rate that um, determines how much banks charge each other just to borrow money overnight. So it's this sort of short-term bank-to-bank borrowing rate. But when it costs banks more money to borrow from each other, <laughs> that then filters down to 
many other aspects of the economy. And it also makes other types of borrowing, notably home borrowing, more expensive. Yeah. And we're seeing that uh, impact, even mm -hmm. if it's a sort of on the side of everything. Yep. We're seeing mm -hmm. it. Um, you know, the 75 point hike, this is now the largest in 28 years. Mm -hmm. um, so what's the chance it can go even higher? I know you mentioned 100 points could have been on the table in June, and we're looking at something maybe happening in July. So we should hopefully in these coming weeks, get more clarity around what the Fed expects to do at their July meeting. In general, the Fed really values predictability. Their job as the nation's central bankers is to keep the economy stable, keep things running. Their inflation goal is 2%, obviously at 8.6%, we are, we are well above that. And they're, right. they're very aware of that. And so we can probably expect that headed toward this next meeting, they will be working to set expectations around what we might be looking at. There's a very good chance that we are looking at further increases, but we are hopefully less likely to have another sort of last minute surprise. In general, the Fed really does not like surprises. They are not trying to shock the system uh, in any way. And so we should see uh, Mr. Powell and other um, you know, members of yeah. the Federal Reserve talking to media and kind of uh, putting out here's where you know we think we might be going in July and then also into September. Okay. Oh, I, I, I like that they don't want to shock the system. No. I think that makes us all feel better just sort of thinking about that in the back mm -hmm. of our minds. Of course, I, I mentioned, so have you, that the mortgage rates are up. Mm -hmm. Tell us about this. I mean, what does this mean? So mortgage interest rates this year have been uh, a little bit wild. Uh, mm -hmm. When we were you know, coming into 2022, expert predictions, the sort of people who were kind of on the fringes were saying, oh, you know, rates could hit 4%. A lot of people were expecting relative stability that we'd be, we wouldn't be as low as we were when we had a record low in 2020, but that we'd be around 3.5%. Uh, and, you know, instead um, rates cross the 4% threshold in um, March and they went past 5% in April. So that was, <laughs> yeah, so they went much higher, much quicker uh, than anyone had anticipated, um, you know, and then following the um, inflation news and uh, everything that happened with the markets on um, Friday the 10th, as of Monday, June 13th, we saw a lot of lenders publishing or advertising 30-year fixed rate mortgages that were above 6%. APR. And again, in terms of thinking about what people were predicting, what was considered to be on the table in January, 2022, I would be hard pressed to find a person who was going to tell you mortgage rates were going to hit 6% this year. Uh, and yet here we are. Uh, and it's too soon to say whether, you know, this is a little blip or, you know, and it's just kind of a, a quick, like knee jerk reaction, or if this is going to be, um, something that that's here to say. Um, if 2022 has really taught us anything, it's that trying to make predictions about mortgage rates is a little bit of a fool's errand. 
but yes, you know, with, with this new sudden increase, the idea that lenders had already built in these increases, we'd seen things go as high as they're going to go. We can't rely on that reasoning as much anymore. Oh, how about that? And, and I know we haven't seen a 30 year mortgage at 6% plus in years. So Wow. It's really an interesting time. That's for sure. (laughs) Okay. So now you are someone still trying to buy a house. Mm -hmm. So what can that person expect? And I'm going to guess, and then let you tell me, Sure. demand is still high too. Is that right? Demand is still high, but we are seeing it slack a little bit. Um, you know, home sales slowed down for the fourth month in a row, um, in May, 2022, according to the national association of realtors. Um, so that is one sign that the market could be shifting. Uh, inventory has also, uh, modestly been increasing. So that's another, Uh another good sign. Um, homes are lasting slightly longer on the market, still not a very long time. Um, you know, we are seeing a lot of positive signs, but it's important to remember that the housing market that we've had in 2020 and 2021 has been such a beyond boiling hot seller's market that, you know, when we are, um, you know, seeing the supply of existing homes increase or we're seeing home sales slowing down, this isn't it changing to a buyer's market, this is it taking kind of baby steps toward normalizing. And so while things are getting nor yes, just (laughs) just toward becoming, you know, no longer this outlier uh, in terms of housing markets where, you know, people will tell their grandchildren about, you know, what it was like back in the housing market of 2020 and 2021. (laughs) So, you know, it's, it's not so much that you could expect to go out there and see like, oh, you know, prices are going to have really dropped or there's going to be, you know, so much less competition, but that it won't be quite as, um, quite as bad as it's been, but it's, uh, it's, it's not, you know, it's still something that you're, you're going to want to steal yourself for this. It's going to be difficult. Oh, wow. I know in in the last uh, year, we had three neighbors sell homes, Hmm. and I don't think one of them was on the market longer than a few days and all had bidding wars. And I know you're not surprised. Mm -hmm. Another house down the street just went on the market. So just for my own um, curiousness, I think I'm going to watch and see what happens with it. Mm -hmm. It be an Mm -hmm. interesting experiment. I guess if you look at all of what we've talked about today, Kate, what would you say is the bottom line or or what should people just be thinking about right now? So for someone who's considering um, buying a home right now, it's really important not to get too caught up in interest rate news. You're going to see scary headlines. You're going to see numbers that you might not be comfortable with. But if you've decided that this is the right time for you, you're ready to buy a home, that's what really matters. You know, that said, um, when you are looking at your home buying budget and when you're trying to figure out how much house you can afford, given that interest rates have increased so much, it's really important to make sure that you are kind of running your numbers against current interest rates. Because while these, you know, fractions of a percentage point can sound small, they can take a pretty big bite out of uh, your purchasing power. Uh, Another thing that I would say to potential buyers uh, is that when you're out there 
shopping around for a mortgage. And, yeah. you know, especially in a, in an, a raise, rising rates environment, it's very important to comparison shop, look at different lenders, see what you can get, see if, you know, when you're considering uh, different lenders, if they will offer you a float down. Uh, a lot of loan officers might be surprised that you even asked for this um, because <laughs> secret, especially, like you know, it. because interest rates have been so low, float downs have been pretty uncommon. Um, but what a float down is basically once you've locked your mortgage rate, so you get an offer accepted, you say, this is what we're going to do. You lock your interest rate so that it stops moving around. But if interest rates do go down, a float down allows you that one time to be able to go down to that lower interest rate. And so that can save you some money. So ask about that, like, see if people are offering that, um, lenders usually charge for it, but you may be able to find, um, lenders that will allow you to do a one-time float down, uh, free of charge. Uh, and then when you are ready, you've got an offer accepted and you're going to lock your rate, definitely, you know, make sure you've got that float down as an option and really just overall, you know, Remember that buying a home is, and I feel like for most people, no one needs to remember this. They know this. Buying a home is a huge decision. It's a huge financial decision, but it's also a huge emotional decision because it's 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 not a house, like it's not just a house, it's your home, it's where you're going to live. And so there's so much that goes into it besides just that number of, okay, you know, what is your what is your mortgage interest rate? And so, you know, if the timing is right for you, if this is what works for you you know, bear in mind that look at everything we were just talking about with how difficult it is to predict mortgage rates. If you are able to afford a home now with current mortgage rates in the future, you will probably have the opportunity to refinance. You will definitely have the opportunity to refinance and you will probably have the opportunity to refinance to a better mortgage interest rate. And so in the meantime, you might not have the interest rate that you you know thought you would have had if it had been Dreamed 2020 about, or yes. 2021. <laughs> yes, you won't have that sort of dream interest rate, but you know what? Like you'll be a homeowner, you'll be growing your wealth, you'll be growing home equity, you'll have all those kinds of benefits. And you know, who knows what exactly the future holds. You know, I cannot end on a better tip better couple of tips there. Some great things to think about. My goodness, Kate Wood, thank you so much for being here to uh, walk us through this whole uh, very interesting time. Oh, absolutely. My pleasure. Oh, thanks so much again, Kate Wood with Nerd Wallet, and I'm Terry Barr with your Pennywise podcast. Of course, you can find all of our Pennywise podcasts wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts, and we'll see you with another new episode next week. 